You're listening to the Tidy Revival Podcast, where we explore the stories and emotions behind decluttering and home organization. I'm your host, Carly Adams, home organizer and creator of the clutter-free home process. Now, this is the time where I remind you that this is not a show for little ears. If your kids are in the room, please pause now. This show has an explicit rating. We're going deep. We're going through your shit while we're going through your shit. Now, let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This week, I'm diving into a topic that comes up all the time with clients and students, the emotional side of donating your items after you declutter. And this is something that I can talk about all day. It is something that comes up a lot in our community, the clutter-free home process. And many, many times, my advice is often about the specifics of each person's situation. So of course that can change and very wildly, but I wanted to share some advice that I give frequently. My hope is that it helps you too, as you're on your decluttering and organizing journey. I definitely feel like I hear from people frequently that the hardest aspects of donating items are one of two things. One, that they have a hard time letting go. And I hear that specific phrase from people all the time. Heard it today. I have a hard time letting go. Or when we dig into it, it's not so much that people have a hard time letting go. It's really about figuring out the home for the item. Like if they figure out a quote unquote good enough home, then it's actually super easy and they're ready to let it go, but not without knowing where it's going to go and who it's going to help. I end up helping people find special homes for items all the time. Again, that's a large chunk of what I do for my clients or how I help my students in my course community, the clutter-free home process. Here at my home, because of all the different donations coming in, we do collect for a variety of specialty donation spots, not like everything in the world, but a variety of them. I have like a whole storage situation just to sort those all out. If you feel like you're listening to this, you can totally relate. You have a hard time. I want to give you some questions to ask yourself, and then we can go from there. Are we friends on social media yet? Whether your jam is Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, or Facebook, follow us at Tidy Revival for tips and updates. So first of all, ask yourself if you want to keep the item or is it really more about finding a good home? Because if you want to keep it, then you might be feeling outside forces or some sort of should about letting it go in the first place. And that's not what we want. My job isn't to encourage you to let go of everything that you own. So if you don't want to let it go, listen to that and honor those feelings. But if you feel like you are ready to let it go, but you really would prefer that it find a specific home, then that's something to kind of dig into a little bit more. Because if it's more about the home, I would encourage you to think about who would want it and whether that is posting it on a free group, which I use all the time. If you're not part of a free group in your area, I 
highly recommend it. If you go to freecycle.org, you can find communities near you that can help you find homes for things. I'm part of a couple of specialty free cycle, like unofficial free cycle groups via Facebook. And they are wildly helpful in helping me just get rid of some or let go of some items that are maybe too large or too specific for some other organizations to take them on. But there's some someone out there that that is going to be perfect for, and they're going to be very, very, very happy about it. Okay. So we talked about that free group, um, specialty organizations. There are a lot of organizations out there that are looking for your support in these different ways. A couple of examples are, you know, I collect for the SPCA, even my local vet, different items that they would need. There are organizations that recycle eyeglasses or places that you can. This isn't really more of a donation. This is more of just getting things out of the door. But locally, you can look up places to take your electronic recycling or your hazardous waste items. It's all about finding the right arena to let it go. We'll talk about more general donation centers in a second. If you feel like you have a hard time just letting go in general, then go back to something that I talk about all the time. I know you've heard me say this before. Asking yourself if you use, want, need, or love the item. Because if you do, then it may be worth keeping it and thinking about just keeping it. Or if it's about you having too much of a certain kind of item, then it might be worth thinking, okay, how many of this type of item do I need? And what is the right number for me? And then it can be easier to let go of the excess. If you're still having a hard time after that, there could be something else going on. And that could be something worth considering working through with um, a therapist or somebody in the mental health realm. That's something that is its own topic. And we're going to be digging into that in an episode early next year that I'm very excited about. But because that is not my specific area of expertise, I will not be taking that on today, but we'll talk about it very soon with someone who is a specialist. Let's talk about the big donation centers because some folks are hesitant to you know, do the Google donation drop off near me because they don't feel like the larger organizations that accept many, many donations are quote unquote good enough. And I say this is because this is something that I hear all the time and there can be a lot of resistance around this. So what I suggest folks do in that case is to research where the funds go for those larger organizations in your area. For instance, I know in my area, Goodwill is the parent company, kind of the umbrella financial organization for other smaller nonprofits in the region. One example here in Sacramento, California is the Quint Youth Services, and they are a night shelter for runaway and homeless youth in the area so that they can have dinner, a safe place to sleep. And they're an amazing organization that's doing a lot of great work. and you know, financially, that would be harder to do the work that they do without an organization like Goodwill. So when you're supporting Goodwill, 
you're supporting Wind Youth Services in turn. And they also do a lot of, Goodwill does a lot of like job placement assistance, job training, and that sort of thing. So these are just things to think about. This episode is brought to you by the Clutter-Free Home Process, my online course community that teaches you the process I use with every client, including how to declutter and get things out of your home. Yes, including the tough stuff. We're also going to create simple systems and learn how to maintain it, all with personalized support and accountability along the way for six months. Learn more at tidyrevival.com forward slash course. I also urge you to think about as you donate these items to a larger organization, who is going to get these items and what that means to find them. For instance, when I've let go of special pieces of clothing, I'm thinking about when I was a teenager and in my early 20s and last week, and I'm, you know, at Goodwill searching through the clothing section and I find this amazing piece that is super cool that I know nobody else is going to have. And I just think it's so fun to find this treasure, especially when I was in high school and college and I just really didn't have the funds for other options. This was an amazing way for me to, you know, feel really special on a budget. And I like to think about those people when I'm donating items because there is going to be someone who finds something. This is going to be the perfect thing for them that they're able to get at an amazing price, and you're really helping that person in that way. So I like to think about that also. That brings me a lot of joy, and I hope that tip helps you too. Most of all, I want you to know that you are not alone at all. This can be very, very emotional work. It's not the easiest work in the world, and there's a lot that goes into it that really gets easier with practice. I always say that decluttering is like a muscle because it's hard to get going, but once you're doing it, it's easier to keep doing it. The more you do it, the more you're flexing that muscle, the stronger it gets. And over time, tackling this decision-making really truly is just easier and easier. So I do just want to reiterate, as always, that you're not alone. And that's why I started this podcast in the first place is because I think it can feel very isolating. And that's a huge reason why I started my community too. If you feel like you would benefit from ongoing support and accountability in our private community, the Clutter Free Home Process, the link is in the show notes so that you can check out the benefits. But my goal is to bring you a ton of support at a fraction of the cost of hiring an in-home organizer. Hey, hon, are you looking to jumpstart your organization? Check out my free printable decluttering guide to give you inspiration on where to start. Just head to tidyrevival.com forward slash guide to get started. So I hope that these tips helped you out today. If you have a takeaway that you would like to share, I would love to have you share it with me. Tag me on social. I'm on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, or even on Pinterest, although I know tagging is not a thing there. And you can tag us at Tidy Revival on any of those platforms. The Tidy Revival podcast is written and hosted by me, Carly Adams, and it's edited by Brittany McLean. The title song, Maverick, is by Dresden the Flamingo. Until next time, remember that you got this.